Welcome to the One Player Podcast, the show on solitaire board gaming. I'm your host, Julius, and this is episode 329. <laughs> Very nice, Albert. We should get you a bullwhip and everything. Yep. <laughs> All right. So I wonder if listeners can guess what game that might be for then. I mean, they probably have an extra hint from the fact that we, you know, write it in the podcast title. Oh. But we are doing Escape the Curse of the Temple today. That's right. Yep. And, and just in case, today Julius cannot escape from his family. The So we may hear some background noise. And that is probably okay. <laughs> it's... Going to have to be. I I live in a house it's with got, family. And have I don't have like a separate recording studio, so uh, they exist. Yep, that's right. They sometimes, exist. sometimes. For example. <laughs> so yeah, today's game is Escape. This is a a Back to the Temple episode, right? We do one of these every once in a while. Back where to the Temple. We... <laughs> yeah. Right, yes, Escape the Curse of the Temple. So it's back to the temple, I figured. We are back at the temple, and we've decided, oh, yeah, we should escape once more. We've got 10 minutes to get out of here. This is where we're revisiting a game we, we talked about once really long, long ago. I know I covered this. Oh, I'm pretty sure before ago. you were on the show. Yeah. No. Yeah, really? years. I think so. We huh. may have covered it again. I know I we've talked about it every once in a while. Maybe so. Well, and this this is our chance to fix that. I mean, we've talked about it because it's a time game, and we've talked about time games, so I know it's come up. I mean, Just here's has. the thing that really shows it's an older game to me. It comes with an actual CD. This is not an app game. <laughs> it comes with a physical CD that you are supposed to put in your little boombox CD player and push the actual play button to be able to play the timer. And yeah, and if you don't have that, well, then you just can't play this game anymore, I guess, right? So, I mean, old well, outdated technology. I think technology. they say, <laughs> by the way, you could download it from your website and then use whatever mm-hmm. thing you want. But we include the CD to make it completely convenient to you. I'm like, I don't know that I have a CD player. <laughs> <laughs> Suffice it to say, I didn't hold on to that CD. Oh, mine, it lives in the box at the bottom under everything else. It never comes out. <laughs> Yeah, no. Fortunately, you can find you can find audio for the game online, and that's what uh, on YouTube. Yeah, in my opinion, some better versions of the audio. Yeah, that's true, and different different versions and whatnot. And you also technically don't need the audio. You could just play with a sand timer. It also brings a sand timer. I think I'll perhaps get to that, but I don't think you can't play with a sand timer. Fair enough. Yeah, I agree. But in a pinch, you know, on a desert island without any electronics, that it'll do. Well, let's have that discussion when we get to gameplay, perhaps. Okay, so we want to do the normal thing. The summary of the game, you are escaping a temple. And as the intro music implied, it is Indiana Jones style. You're an adventurer, maybe an archaeologist or something else, trying to get out before you're trapped in there forever. And it very much has that sort of Indiana Jones. The feeling of the first movie the first 10 minutes of that movie where he's running through that jungle temple trying to get out with the idol. It's exactly what this game is. Yep. Completely accurate. <laughs> so then there's the, oh, what's next? Components. Yep. All right. So I have the game 
and I have two expansions, and it's all mixed in, so I may not necessarily get everything right for just the base game. Well, I know they did come out with the big box, which had even more components mm-hmm. and even more stuff in it. I don't have mm-hmm. all of those things. I've got just this. I've got likely the same two modules that you have. Okay. The first two modules, yeah. So, okay, so the components for the... And yeah, actually, and the game is technically out of print now, so finding a version may be a little bit tricky, but not too bad, because there's... They're definitely available on Amazon and eBay and whatnot, right? So you could find yeah. copies. It's just not currently. And I know I've seen it my local around local. I've seen people selling copies of it too. Okay, yeah. So so you could definitely find it. You'd you'd at least find the base game. You might find some expansions, or you might get the big box that has a lot more stuff. Um, this is a a timed game, so it's going to have a timer and of course a CD that you could use one or the other. It's going to have a bunch of large tiles. These are what like three or four inches by square tiles. Something like that. Um, that repre- that make up the map. You're gonna shuffle these all up when you're playing. So so that's why you got all these tiles. There's a few different types of tiles. There's a start tile where everybody's gonna begin. There's the end tile that you're trying to get at, and then there's tiles in between. Some are very basic. Some have special features. Many of them have gems that you could collect at those tiles, and they're all depicted with different icons and whatnot. Less of them than you might think have gems. <laughs> Well, okay, that's that. Not everything has gems, but when you when you playing with everything mixed in, I, I find that a lot of them sometimes do. Maybe it's because we're I'm not mixing it correctly. Who knows? Um, I, I think it's also that you you most of the ones that have something to do, the thing to do is typically gems, so they stand out. Yes, but there's a fair amount of filler rooms that you have to just essentially run through throughout the course of it. They're just empty, so they don't stand out very much. That's interesting. When I play with it, I tend to just draw random tiles from the whole set of it, so I don't get too many of those ever. Hmm, I should try that more. I don't even understand what you mean by that. So, like, I have a box of, I don't know, like, 50 tiles or some some big number. And when you play, you're using something like 20 tiles total. It's... So I'm drawing from those. It's more than 50, even. It's probably 60 or 70 that I have. You must have more expansions than I have. I have a bunch of the little ones, the little queenie ones. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't know. However many tiles I have. So I pick from that, you know, instead of like, I'll draw 20 random tiles. I'll use the the required ones, which is the start, the ending, and three or four of the gem tiles. Everything else is completely up for grabs. So I don't know. So it may be a very simple game for me. It may be a very hard. It just depends on, on what I draw. That's how I play. Anyway, though, we're kind of jumping ahead, aren't we? I mentioned a bunch of tiles. And... They get a lot of discussion because they're probably the main component in the game. There's the, the most of it. There is some plastic little green gems that you're, you're trying to collect. You need those to get out. Wait, the gems have a lot of discussion? No, no, no. The tiles, the gems. Oh, the tiles have a lot of discussion. Yes, the oh, tiles right. have discussion. The gems have a little bit. There's dice because this is a dice game. Those are custom dice. That's what I thought you wanted to get more discussion to. Okay, yeah, there's custom dice. Each player gets five. The I think the original version had wooden dice. Later on, I had plastic ones from the expansions. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. My version has wooden dice. Mine are plastic. And pl- I have wooden and plastic. I have both kinds in my box. Huh. So, yeah, I think at some point they changed it. I, I don't know. Um, there's tiles. There's a meeple for the player. And some markers so you can keep track of who's got what color. In the base game, there's also some curses and treasure tiles that are smaller tiles that you could use if you play like the variant version 
I think that's everything in the base game. If you have expansions, depending on what you have, you're, you're going to have more tiles. You may have things like special characters so that each person has a special ability. You may have different funky types of curses or, or treasure. There's some that have... What's, there's a ghost meeple. There's a few a chalice meeple that's used for one specific tile. So a bunch of different things that you may or may not use in any given game. That is... That's about it for the components. Did I miss any that you can think of? I can't really think so, but I do want to comment that the adventure figures in this one, to a degree, also kind of date it. I would have thought at least like, I suppose if it were a game that were being released today, I would have expected those to be like, you know, etched meat or or not meat, um, printed meeples or different shapes. They're plain meeples with hats. (laughs) Um, it's it's not the type of deluxe you would expect right now. It's no issues with it, and I think it probably you know makes sense for the type of game being it's a rush type of game to not focus on it anymore. But I just want to simply comment on it that as I pull out the box, I'm like, huh, interesting. Yet another difference. I feel like how games have changed over the last few years. Yeah, that's true. These are very, they're big meeples and they're shaped like adventures, like you said, with hats, but they're they're very basic. They're, there's not a lot of detail to them. You're right. A modern game might might have had fancier looking meeples or, or gone on the side of caution and had more basic meeples. I think you skipped over theme. The, the question to me is, do you feel like you're an adventurer in the temple through through the theme of the game? I'd say, yeah. I do. It's because of the audio. If you're using the audio CD, especially, and there's music playing and there's tension, I think that helps a lot. It feels like you're adventuring. And some of the Correct. tiles that are special have funky little quests that, that add to that tension. I, I think you have to have the audio to be able to have that tension. I don't think there's enough here without the audio, without that that drama that comes from having matching audio for your theme I don't think it's enough to bring the theme itself and really bring it home, which is one reason why I think the audio is a must for when you're playing the game to really make you feel like you're in it, like you're you're playing through the theme as it is. Yeah, that's true. Especially especially at the very end when the the music starts getting extra tense before it's ending, it builds up that excitement as you're as you're getting ready to escape. That that really adds a lot to the theme. Absolutely, I think it's it's a surprisingly important part of the the game and then the rules how about the rules julius they do i mean it's a pretty simple game the rules are pretty basic one thing that i do find i I suppose it's more of the modularity that they continue to do with this because they when they do a lot of these games and i know the queen i think even still continues to do games like this that they throw a ton of modules at it and you can do one, all, many, none. Um, it's similar to what we've thought about many of the Oniverse games, where there's a slightly different setup for each individual module you're putting on, and not sort of one cohesive and comprehensive setup. And sometimes when you're trying to set it up, if you want to have a game be as complicated as it can, you have to run through like six, seven different little pieces of the rules to be able Mm -hmm. to figure out how to set up for everything individually rather than just being sort of comprehensive that comes with both pros and cons, but it's a point to point out. Yeah, absolutely. I found like the the other day I played with my son, we pulled it out 
And like I said, you know, I drew a bunch of random tiles. Then we have to go and and find the right rule book for each tile to figure out how that tile works because it doesn't. There isn't any real iconography in the tile to explain it. I mean, there there often is, but it's very basic. And unless you're you're playing this reg game regularly and often, you wouldn't necessarily know what that means. So so I had to flip through. You know, there's the main rule book plus the two expansions plus. 10 different little mini expansions. So each of those things has a rule book. So flipping and flipping, trying to find the, the rule book for that specific tile. And that took time. Uh, I found the game is a 10 minute game. You have 10 minutes to, to get out. Going through the rule books and setting all that up probably took us half an hour. <laughs> so In large part, that's one of the reasons why I actually don't support buying all of those expansions for it. I will just get the base game and maybe one or two. In this case, it's the two that come with it. But that's it. I, I will do like one level of complexity for it. When it gets yeah. so complicated that it takes so much time to set it up and learn all the different things, it's just, it's too much trouble for the amount of game that it is. And I tend to either not get it or sell the game and move on to something else that has an integration mm in its whole rather than just continuing to bolt on another, another extra piece. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't find it as much of an issue because I went in with a mindset that I'm not going to play this game for 10 minutes. I'm going to pick all my tiles out, spend the time to learn it and then play multiple games with the same set of tiles. Each one is going to feel differently because as you're playing, it's a random layout and things just work out differently. So, so I played half an hour and yeah, the setup was a little bit long. I think if I played them often, it wouldn't have been quite so bad. The The other issue that I do have with the rules is that the, the treasure and curses, and maybe especially because there's so many expansions, there isn't a handy reference anywhere. If I'm playing in the middle of the game and I draw a curse tile, if it isn't obvious what that tile means, I have to stop and look it up to, to figure out what the curse is. And that's, you know, that's taken away from that time that I have. That you know, valuable, scarce time. So... And with multiple expansions, I don't know which ones are in there. You know, I again, I'm going to have to flip through a few rule books to find the right curse. So uh, there fortunately is online. There's resources that you can download from BGG that has a, a list of all the curses in a single sheet and a list of all the treasure in a single sheet and what they each do. So if any questions come up, that helps a lot. That I found that necessary to be able to play. That very critical. Or, or again, go through beforehand and figure out all the ones that are you're going to use and say, these are the 10 we'll use. This is what they mean. Ignore everything else. Do you think it would have been better if they would have had actual English on these? Not necessarily, not necessarily English, but at least better icons or, or more meaningful icons. The, For example, the curses, there's one curse that I think had the, there's an idol with a hand up or something like that. And I, th I know there's a curse where... If you get that when you have to play with your left hand on your forehead the whole time. That's the one. That's not what this one happened to me. No, it was a different one that also happened to have the hand up, but looked different. Oh, you must have extra curses that I don't have. Maybe so, yeah. And that was the only the only clue I had to what it was, is that image, really. So, so yeah, better better icons in the, in the curses and treasure. Especially the curses. The curses are more... I mean, I would have just, I really would have preferred English. I understand that the part of it is that it's its designed to be language neutral so that there's no writing on it at all. And I get mm -hmm. that. But on the other hand, being able to consult it quickly right there on the thing feels a lot more, 
lot more useful to me and I would have preferred it. I just understand that would have been a much more expensive game. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're playing and you have to pause, uh, not not necessarily pause the timer, pa- take yourself out of the game for a moment to, to look that up. It does kind of break the, the thematic feel of it a little bit. Like, I couldn't imagine Indiana Jones running through the, the dungeon and something happening, ha- him having to stop to read a book to, to see what's going on, what, what just cursed him before he could keep running. <laughs> that would just, that would really kill the momentum there, wouldn't it? So, and that that's kind of what happens in the game. We should talk about the gameplay since we're sort of talking about the gameplay a lot, huh? Let's do it. <laughs> All right, so so we've already said a lot about it. It's a time game. Your goal is to get out of the temple. You start at the beginning and you've you've shuffled all those tiles up and you know that somewhere in that stack of tiles that you shoved up shuffled up shuffled up is the exit and so you need to explore until you find the exit um the way you play is once the timer starts using only one hand you start rolling dice and you you have five dice or seven if you're playing solo and you roll the dice and they each have different symbols you need, for example, two run symbols to draw a new tile or to move from a tile to, to an existing tile. You need a different combination. As you enter different tiles, they some of them have different things you have to do, especially for gathering gems. The reason Gems are going to matter when you want to escape. The, For example, a tile may say you have to roll four torches and then you could take the a gem from here, or you have to roll seven torches. And then you could get two, or you have to roll ten torches, and you get three. Now, if you're playing solo, there's no way you could get the three, obviously, because you don't have ten dice to get ten torches. But uh, you could go for the seven, which is tricky. That's all your dice have to come out as torches. Or or you could just go for four. It's a little bit easier. And when I say rolling, you're not just rolling once and seeing what you got. You're rolling nonstop in this game. All you're doing is rolling dice, rolling dice, rolling dice. At any time, you could pick up die and re-roll it. So, so if you're looking for torches, and I rolled a, a run and... I forgot the golden mask and what else is on there? Yeah, there's torches, there's keys, there's men. Key, yes. If I have one torch and I need four, I could pick up all but the one torch I rolled and reroll those and keep doing that until I get more torches and until I get up to the four or the seven. The caveat being there is a black mask face that comes up. When that comes up, you cannot touch that die or you can't reroll it. Unless you get a golden mask also on a different die. The golden mask you could then pick up and it unlocks two of the black mask dies. So so if you have a black mask and a golden mask, you could re-roll both at the same time. Or if you have a golden mask and two black masks. If you have three black, black masks and one golden mask, you can unlock two of them. The third one has to stay locked until you get yet another golden mask. So you're just rolling, 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 trying to get the combinations. It's an important point to note that when you're playing multiplayer, you can use your golden masks to unlock someone else. So often someone else will be like, I'm stuck, come rescue me. And you have to go over and spend your masks to rescue them. And if you're playing solo or even if you're playing multiplayer and you get the bad luck that everybody has nothing but black masks because you can lock yourself up completely, right? You could you could be, you could could be, have a couple black masks and you're trying to get a gold one to unlock them and say, just keep rolling more black masks. Oh, shoot. Um, there is a way to unlock that. There's two extra gems that you have set aside at the beginning of the game. You could add that to the pool of the gems that are available for you to find, which is going to make it a little, little bit more difficult to escape, but it lets you reroll all your dice. And you could do that twice in the game. If you lock up a third time, yeah, you know, you just lost. Sorry. <laughs> There's no way for you to escape at that point. You can't do anything. So we've talked about the tiles. We've talked about how you use the dice to, to get gems and sometimes do other stuff. The final thing, as you're exploring, eventually you will find the exit tile. When you get that one, you can now leave the temple. 
All you have to do is row number of keys equal to how many gems are still left on the on the gem space, which we haven't really mentioned, plus one. When the game starts, there's and it depends on the number of players, but there's something like say five or six gems on it, maybe seven. Seven little green gems on that, which means you'll have to roll eight dice to eight keys to get out. So you can't really do that. Uh, what you need to do is start going around the board, collecting those gems, which takes it off the special tile and puts it onto the board. You now need fewer gems to escape. So the more the more t- gems you lock onto the board, the easier the escape of it, the eventual escape becomes. And that's why you're doing that. That's why you're going for those gems. That is. Most of the game, you've got 10 minutes. The only things we left out, I think, really are the timer. Every, every, what is it, about every three minutes or so, the timer gets really tense. And then you have a little time, like, I don't know, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. maybe a minute, 30 seconds, to get back to the start tile. Everybody, if you're playing multiplayer, just you run as fast as you can back to the start tile. Sometimes you only need a couple seconds, sometimes you may need all 30. Um, but if you don't make it before that last gong sounds, signaling the end of 30 seconds, you lose one of your dice, and it is out of I the game. I will point out, it's not that you have to make it back there in those 30 seconds. You have to be there when that 30 seconds goes slam. Yes, that's true. So you sometimes will sit there waiting, like eagerly going, like, go, 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 and now we go. So you're going to spend 30 seconds no matter what. That's right. Whether it takes you three to get there or all 30, you're going to have to wait till the 30 or done before you could go back out and explore again um and that happens three times uh and it well actually two times and then at the end you have to escape by the end of the last one though it isn't too bad like if you get there early and you still have i don't know 15 or 20 seconds left you could spend that time re-rolling your dice you know you could say okay well now i'm here i got a few seconds i could look around where do i want to do next what dice do i need for that and you could start rolling and getting those dice ready so once the timer the gong sounds and you're ready to go again you maybe could already take three or four steps right away, which which I find very helpful. Almost gives me a chance to breathe because you know it's a tense game. It's it is a tense game. My wife and my daughter do not like it. They will not play this game. They just don't don't like they it. They don't like timed <laughs> games. No, they do not like it at all, and the tension that comes with that. Which you know I get that, it, but it's a fun game. It really is. I find it very fun. Um, out of casting, when you're playing it solo, what what method for solo do you use? Just the standard rules, generally, which is use the seven dice and get out. You know, use having me gems. They said that you got you got to set up. I know that there are some variants about people who try and do two handed solo, and I've oh, tried a couple of those <laughs> to play two handed solo. Um, I I don't think it works very well, but I I wanted to comment on it that you lose some of that interactiveness and, and the idea of sitting there slamming your dice like I need to get unlocked because it's all by yourself. I've tried doing that, you know, when you're playing two when you're playing solo, you have one guy that you're primarily running around, and then if you get stuck, the other guy sort of taps in and you have to come over and either rescue or that guy leaves. Um so it's actually mm-hmm. an extra life but you can get a life back or some of those lines. So I've tried some of those other things, but yeah, it it's different. <laughs> yeah, I could see that working, but I, I would feel that the time might be off balance at that point. Like you might need a little extra time or something. I I don't know. I I like one one works just fine for solo. They they've done a pretty good job of that. Some of the tiles will say things like, "Oh, if um when this tile comes up, there's two of them in the deck to to unlock this tile, 
both two players have to be one in each tile and do the same thing at the same time or something like that. Well, when you just if you have three players, it's three people have to do it. If you have four, four have to do it. If you have one, just one has to do it, and it's easier and that's fine. And it feels pretty balanced for me. So I've I've never felt a need to to do that. It is fun multiplayer. That it's fun the exciting working with the other people and not really knowing what in the world they're up to, but them saying, "Oh shoot, I'm stuck. I need something," and you're like. I don't know what's going on over there, but okay. Um, I'm busy. <laughs> Agreed. I I, yeah. I tend to enjoy turn. I I tend to enjoy time based games rather real time mm-hmm. games. This is one of the earliest ones of those that I enjoy. This is possibly the one that sold me on the whole mechanic to begin with. Mm, okay. I, I still enjoy it. I think that probably I prefer other more other time based games, but it's it's still a good one. It's still definitely one I would recommend. Does it feel dated in terms of the gameplay? I think that what feels dated to me is the fact that there's that it requires a, a reference that you consult mid-game for how to do it. Okay. Because since it has all those things, unless you sit there and you review what all of your icons are, or unless you're willing to pause the game or something else, it requires looking that up. Other games that we've done, other real-time games, tend to have sort of the iconography be plainer, I think to say, where you don't have to consult something or where it's written there, or where they're running it that there's a time period and then a non-timed period where you have a second to assess what stuff does and how you do things. Those games tend to last a little bit longer, give you that adrenaline rush of having the timed ones while still letting you have the thought process that goes into the untime it. This one is pure time all the way through. And to me, the fact that it's pure time all the way through without the easy ability to understand what all of those thingies do, it, it it's an issue for me. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, if, you, if you only have the base game, I don't think that would be an issue, right? Even if you're playing with the curses. Um I still have to look up the curses. Right. It's only for somebody that's going to jump around a lot, which is probably includes everybody that listens to the show. Honestly, I was going to say <laughs> it, it could do this. You're right. though. this game could do probably with an update with a second edition or something like that to, to clean up some of the, that confusion when, when you're got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, just make them into cards. Yeah. Or what I was doing, like when, when we played, like, you know, if, if I wasn't sure what the curse was a couple of times, we said, you know what, just draw another one. If you don't recognize it, Either look at it or just discard it and draw it. If you know what it is, just take it. Except that it, you know, it's not good. It's a curse. But if you really don't know what it means, go on to the next one. And that that kind of helped alleviate that issue too, right? Sometimes I would do that. Sometimes I would look it up. It just sort of depended. Uh, what I find frustrating, and maybe it's an issue with time games in general, it's the whole constant 10 minutes of being in panic mode and like, I have all this stack of treasure tiles and the stack falls over or something like, Oh my gosh, what do I do now? It's like, well, just forget it. Just keep going. Don't worry about it. It doesn't need to be stacked neatly, but that, that rankles me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I really need to stack it. Can we pause the, the clock for a moment? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that, but yeah, I, I, I don't like time games too much, but I do enjoy this one. And I, maybe it's because it's straightforward enough. And because of the theme is, is really captivating. I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess that is that. Perhaps, perhaps it's escape from our collections. Perhaps it's we've not managed to escape from it. I'm not quite sure where we hold <laughs> on that. 
Yeah, no, this this one is going to stay with me for a while, I think. A while longer. Absolutely. I like this game. I do like it. It doesn't come out often, but every time I play it, I really enjoy it. Say, oh, I should play that more. I like it. I'm just a little torn on it. Yeah, well, you you are a, a uh, time game aficionado, so... Yeah, I have a bunch of them, so I have to make decisions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else, Julius? Are, are we done? Did, did we get out of here? I think that about covers it. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Time to grab the treasures and go. Yeah.